Shohei Otani hit a home run last Friday for the Angels, and when he does well, my wife is happy, and I guess I am too. However, the schedule worked out so that my wife, as mother of the high school basketball player, could see his last game. And his team won, and that too was on Friday, the 29th of April. Mommy looks so happy in a photo taken with him on the basketball court. The site of the game was like up in the woods somewhere. I didn't go, but I wish I could have. That is a load of personal stuff. Here comes something to worry about on... Mockery Rocks with old Patrick. It's from the Associated Press. China says it's halted railway freight traffic with North Korea as it deals with the spread of COVID-19 in a border town called Dandong. The two countries had reopened trade between Dandong and North Korea's Sin Uiju in January following a two-year pause. While the North imposed one of the world's most restrictive pandemic border closures despite the strain on its own, Little bitty economy. Chinese Foreign Ministry spokesperson Zhao Lejean said Friday, Everything happened last Friday. The decision to suspend the freight services was taken in light of the current epidemic situation in Dangdong. But he gave no further details. The Dandong city government, maybe I'm having too much fun saying Dandong. That city's government on Monday ordered all residents to swiftly return home and stay there. To stem the spread of the virus, it said the government would make strenuous efforts to ensure the daily needs of residents, but made no mention of links with North Korea, and did not say when the lockdown would be lifted. While many other countries are dropping restrictions and trying to live like there is no pandemic. China has been sticking to their previous policy, zero tolerance for a spread, which requires mass testing and lockdowns and keeping its international borders largely shut. North Korea's decision to tentatively reopen cross-border trade with China, its ally and economic lifeline, possibly reflects a growing urgency in its need for outside relief. But they're trying not to act too desperate, aren't they? 
North Korea still claims to have a perfect record in keeping out COVID-19, a claim widely doubted by me and all other rational people. Probably, you know, if the if the population of the United States of America has gone down by more than a million, we would suspect that the population of North Korea has gone down by a few thousand or a few hundred thousand. Or maybe they just let people die rather than hospitalizing them. It's hard to know what's going on in that country. Getting back to the war. Subways in Ukraine's capital of Kyiv stopped operations following the launch of attacks by Russia. Stations as deep as 105 meters underground became temporary bomb shelters. Temporary? We hope so. And the citizens started bringing down into the subway various things to support life. Ukrainian President Zelensky said in an interview with CNN, all the countries of the world should be prepared for the possibility of needing this kind of cover, a bomb shelter from a subway. Now, the people of Japan say, hmm, let's think about that. They have subways deep underground in Tokyo. No subways in Osaka. They also have subways in Nagoya, a very, very large city that is not one of the largest Subway systems in Japan are among the most advanced in the world, and people ride them more often than in most other countries. The systems are still growing in many major cities, but not Osaka, and are connected to underground shopping malls. I love those. We have no subway in Shizuoka. <sighs> But whether the people of Japan can use them as shelters is open to question. I'll ask the question. Even though the underground in Tokyo is really big, it would not be able to house the number of people working in that city on a day-to-day -day basis. Absolutely. I know that from my travels. More from Ukraine. A long-awaited effort to evacuate people from a steel plant in Mariupol was underway on Sunday. The United Nations said while U.S. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi revealed she visited Ukraine's president to show unflinching American support 
to defend against Russian aggression. Humanitarian spokesman for the United Nations, Saviano Abru, told our source that the operation to bring people out of the sprawling uh, steel plant was being done with the International Committee of the Red Cross. And in coordination with both officials from both countries, I worry about coordinating with the Russian officials, as many as 100,000 people are believed to still be in blockaded uh, Mariupol, including up to a 1,000 civilians who were hunkered down, so to speak, with an estimated 2,000 Ukrainian fighters beneath the Soviet-era steel plant. I think I've heard that that steel plant dates back to before the Soviet Union. I used to hear a lot of things from a humor site on the internet called The Onion. Instead of saying the former Soviet Union, we should say the former Soviet Onion. That might make me feel a little better, but, you know, what would really make me feel good, and I'm, I, I'm getting, I'm being, trying to be silly, but I'm also trying to be serious because I think it's going to be tit for tat, and this war is going to go on for years and years and years, unless somehow, some way, somebody takes something and drives it up the road deeper into Russia so that there could be an Ukrainian attack deep into Russia. Just enough to scare them, just enough to spook them, because that's what the people of Ukraine are feeling Scared. When's the next attack? We want some Russian people to feel the same way. It's just a matter of fear. Things will slow down if the other side can't have the fear put into their hearts and minds. What did I do? Did I get controversial? I hope not. I hope not. I'm a man of peace. But the famous person by the name of, uh, what's his name? Patrick is a man of peace. Putin is not. I thank you so much for listening to this rock of mockery. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you.